Car tires? Are you yeah. are are you a fan of not ever knowing what the fuck is going on? That kind of scares me a little bit. I don't care because <laughs> okay. you've come to the right place. This is the good, the bad, the movies, and we just watched Rubber, the weirdest goddamn movie I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a lot of weird movies, and this is up there. Like, if you've been tuning in each week, we've done some real weird ones, like. Really low budget, not knowing what is going on. Iron Sky is we- like I know Cats. We talk about it all yeah. the time is weird, but it's a Broadway musical. It's been successful, but like Iron Sky was like really weird. Liar, liar, vampire was really guys. This I is think it. This is the worst one we've this done. This is this is the top of the the mountain of weirdness. This this stands and watches all its subjects of weirdness. When we talk about the good, the bad, and the movies, this is the bad. This is the bad. So far, the good has been Jurassic World, probably. Freaking Transformers. <laughs> the rest have been the movies. Yeah. This is the bad. But this, we watch Rubber. We watch Rubber. Um, I'm guessing this one, this podcast is not going to be a, very long. There's a there's a lot there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about the the whole movie. You're just you got like your brows are furrowed, your mouth is slightly ajar, and you're what the, you're just going what the fuck you're very, the whole movie. My neck is tense from watching this. Yeah, movie. I'm gonna go see a, a masseuse after this. <laughs> Where are all these nuts from? Yeah, so I usually take three to four pages of detail notes. I maybe got two and a half and. If you ever watch a movie with me, Devin, you watch movies with me during this, you'll see I'm typing, like, all the time, trying to keep plot notes and trying to write down things to talk about. I really struggled with this movie. It was hard to sit through. Harder than Cats. Cats was... How long was Cats? An hour and a half? An hour 40. An hour 40. It felt like the... Watching Cats felt like I was there forever, but this movie was an hour and 22 minutes, and... I if you had told me it was two and a half this hours, a Lord, I would have believed you. This is you. a Lord of the Rings film. Yeah. yeah, this is the whole goddamn trilogy. This is the Avengers Marvel universe all packed into one. Yeah, I, I was expecting to look outside and it be dark. So this is we're just, we're just gonna talk to you about rubber. Um, but first, we're gonna talk to you about our weekly drink. Our weekly drink today is I I, I bought one that was kind of themed. It's uh it's a new Belgian. Amber Ale, Fat Tire. The famous. <laughs> oh, you woo! get it? I, no, wait, can you explain it a little bit? So tires are made of rubber, and the movie's called Rubber, and it was a tire, and tires are on bikes, and Fat Tire, and Rubber, and tires. It's kind of a stretch. Yeah, I, I don't know what I was doing. I clearly should have bought Paps Blue Ribbon. Did you know that? I think Fat Tire actually also makes bikes. I don't know if that's true. But I know uh, you like to bike, so I will take your word for it. Yeah, I may be wrong. I don't have my phone on me to fact check, but 
I think fat. I think fat tire makes bikes. All right. It was established in 1991 in Colorado. Um, I kind of like it. It's it's, it's darker than normal. It's, we normally drink. Yeah, it's the darkest one we've drank so far, but it's not overly hoppy. Huh. Um, it's still it's an amber. Yeah, it's an amber, and it's pretty smooth. It is. Yeah. Um, we're not drinking quite as much today, however. We kind of had a little bit of a rager last night, so we're taking it easy. Some of us more than others. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what can I say? Jack Daniels gets you going. Oh, yeah. Mr. Daniels. Mr. Daniels. Jack, anyway. Jack Frost, yeah. Rubber. Tell Rubber. me about it. So it came out in 2010. So it's, it's 11 years old now. It's, it's, it's in its angsty tween years coming up. <laughs> And this it movie was is. angsty. Um, it was written by Quentin Dupoe. Mm-hmm. And he might be known for other movies called Reality, Wrong, uh, Deerskin, uh, or Steak, like the meat. What are all these one-word titles, dude? <laughs> What's going on with And Mr. Rubber. Dupoe? And Rubber. Yeah. Deerskin is his only movie with more than one. No, it's one word. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's like he's trying to be a pragmatist. He's like, yeah. I'm only gonna make movies with one word, and they're all gonna be artsy. Yeah, you gotta really think about it. Yeah, yeah. no, fuck. The movie was artsy. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was artsy. The artsiest thing was the monologue trying to justify yes. why they made a piece of shit, <laughs> which we'll get to. Yeah, a writer is Quentin Dupoe. What? Yeah, and I don't really have much else for what he's written before, but he wrote and directed this. What the hell, man? It's his, it's his opus. This is his homage, as the intro. As the intro said, yeah, to his homage all, to all the great films. Yeah, <laughs> that they mentioned. His homage to not making sense at all. With kind of a off track, deadbeat kind of movie. There's not really any cast that you'll know. But it does star Steven Spinella, Roxanne Mesquita, Rings ha- Wings Hauser, and Jack Plotnick. Jack Plotnick. He was strong. the accountant. Oh yeah, he was. Eh. This whole movie was so weird. <laughs> I like you can't even say there was good acting because the acting was so absurd. This was like a Picasso painting, and during his. Abstract. And during his abstract in his later years, yeah. yeah, it's just all over the place. Yeah. Um. So if you are unaware, the plot of the movie is goes as following: um, a homicidal car tire, discovering it has destructive psionic power, sets its sights on a desert town. Once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. What? This mis- she's a mysterious woman. I didn't think she was mysterious at all. I guess she was mysterious. She was just driving to- down the road. I guess she was mysterious to the tire, but instead of mysterious, I would have put like love interest kind of thing. It was very she stalkerish. Had a, she had a butt shot, naked butt shot. Uh, you got. You, I think there's a little bit of boob in there too. Yeah, best part of the movie, really. <laughs> um, with Roxanne Mosquita. Um, but yeah, and I talk about this plot, but honestly, this part of the plot is only half of the movie because there's a whole other subplot that goes on that we'll get into. I wouldn't even say it's a subplot. It's like the 
plot adjacent. Yeah, plot adjacent too. Yeah, we'll so we'll call it that. Perfect. The pat. Um, the the pat. Yeah, the pat. Um, history, hard to find. Yep, as you could probably tell. But rubber is a 2010 English language French independent satirical 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 horror film. The film was produced by Realism Films, and it was shown at Cannes Film Festival in 2010, where it received positive reviews from critics. Positive reviews. Not only did Quentin Dupont write and direct this film, but he also did the cinematography, the film editing, and composed the music to save on the budget and trust his own skills. Mr. Dupont, I have bad news. <laughs> the skills... Those that you say you're the like, cinematography I, was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was all right. The music was a, a little all over the place. It was him playing a recorder. It was like a flute, and then it was like plucking violins, and then it was pop music, and then mm-hmm. it was all over the place. But I liked this the cinematography actually. I caught myself a couple times. But with that being said, him trying to save the budget. Let's talk about the budget. $500,000 to make a uh, convoluted piece of crap. <laughs> it made uh, 16000 in its opening weekend. Great. Uh, oh, man. 100000 in the U.S. and Canada and $102,000 worldwide. So it made $2,000 outside of North America. And it lost... 400000 Yeah, $400,000. $398,000. Good. That's his opus. He, Good. He tried. Good. Get out of here. You're glad it lost money? Yeah. Why? You don't want people to fail, Devin. Quit being so cynical. I do. I, I, I would. I'm not a cynical man. Bless but you. But this movie has changed me to the core. <laughs> so much that you're so excited to go to work tonight now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it lost a lot of money. It's, it's pretty low budget. But with that being said... Let's talk about some Cats Facts. Cats Facts! But this is real life, Chad. We have a dead body over here. No. Come on. It's not real life. Look at you. You have a stuffed toy alligator under your arm. So? Okay. So my first Cats fact here is the movie's tagline is, are you tired of the expected? Uh, no. no. I'm tired of this movie. <laughs> this whole thing, oh, God. I, I, I really wish I could put into words how bad this movie and was. And tired from your rager last night. Tired from my rager, and then I wake up. I wake up from a, a fantastic evening, drinking in my own home, comfortable, and I wake up, and I am, my, I am assaulted by this movie. Attacked physically you're, and emotionally. You're also assaulted by a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed Brandon hopping in your apartment <laughs> early in the morning with McDonald's ready to go. Hell yeah, we played some Mario Kart. Um, my next cat's fact. The effects of the tire moving were done via practical effects, such as like remote controls and whatnot. Director Dupont has noted that due to the inherent emptiness of a tire... Making a remote-controlled tire was difficult, as you really can't hide the mechanisms of it well. How'd they do it, then? Did they they just... hit them in there. So it's probably just, like, inside the rim of the tire. Yeah. 
But how does it move? How does it roll? How do they make it roll? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the science behind it. But good for them. Yeah, I mean, for half of goddamn million dollars. Good. We couldn't good find any errors with the tire itself. Yeah. The main character. <laughs> Is who, it? Who was the main character? Is it the sheriff? Is it the wheelchair guy? Is it? Is the it girl? The girl, or is it the tire? Does it matter at this point? It does. It does not matter in the slightest bit. You will be confused regardless of what we tell you in this movie. Um, next, CGI effects were used for the shots of heads exploding. During filming, Dupont used practical effects, but he was unhappy with the results. I want to know what kind of practical effects they were using for these graphic <laughs> exploding explosion heads. heads. All right, man. I'm going to ask you to sit down. <laughs> Okay, we got a sniper on that hill. <laughs> we are, we only do this once. <laughs> if you mess up, we lose it. Now, did you sign the waiver? Did you sign the waiver to be sniped? <laughs> yeah, I don't and know. then after all that, there's a dead guy in the car, and he's like, "You know, it's just not what I'm looking I, for." It didn't work out. For it's not, it's, let's yeah. do a couple more to see if it works better on these ones. Yeah, let's do not, a couple different angles. We'll go to CGI. Yeah, let's put the sniper on that hill. <laughs> Yes, sorry, we were we weren't rolling. We're gonna need to do the sniper <laughs> oh, shot again. Oh fuck! I left the lens <laughs> cover. <laughs> the lens on. cover was on. <laughs> Are you good, Billy? Billy? Ah, oh, he got sniped. Oh man, <laughs> we were using live rounds. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how practical effects work for head explosions, but I wonder they, if they're talking. Did they use special effects for the animals too? You think because the the tire explodes like a couple animals, and it looks like you just they shot an animal with the, the human heads exploding. Don't look like they're killing actual humans, but the bunny and the bird. It looked like they just shot it with like a three hundred eight or like a big round. That yeah, would it looks like you were animal. looking. Th- the scene was through a binocular, and they just shot it, or even just with a GoPro or something. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been. I, I wouldn't pa- put it past Dupont. Yeah. So next, during the writing process, the tire, whose name is Robert. What? They didn't need to name it, but his name is Robert. <laughs> Did, I hope someone took the tire home. As like a prop? Yeah. Yeah. The remote control tire? During the writing process, Robert was designed solely as a bad guy with no redeeming qualities. But while shooting, however, Dupont determined that this was the wrong approach, realizing there's nothing evil about a tire, based partly on early camera tests. So Robert was reworked to be more of like a stupid dog, in quotations. He's Okay, so what he's trying to do is make this film nuanced. Yes. There is no nuance to this film. It's just... What the fuck is going on? Like, there's films where it's like, like, um, Midsummer kind of has like those nuances to it where you're, where you look at it and you're like, okay, there is a deeper meaning to this and I can understand oh, Midsummer it. Midsummer is a wonderfully written movie. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are good nuances. This movie, not nuanced. It was being fucking like slapped in the <laughs> face with a dick. Do you, th- did you th- ever think that Robert was really a bad guy? I honestly, I how I saw it was just a tire that was like wanting to destroy everything it saw, and then. But you didn't feel evil motifs behind it. I didn't. No. Okay. I mean, I guess he was right about a a tire not feeling inherently evil. It's just a tire rolling around. Yeah. 
well, murdering now, people. Now, my second question is, do you feel like it felt like the tire was more like just a stupid little dog? No. Because I don't think that that landed for me at all. No, I it just seemed to me like it was a horny tire. <laughs> yeah. That wanted to murder everything. Yeah, it was... It was learning its way in the world. Yeah, because at the beginning it like didn't and, and it with, didn't even know how to no, roll with no tire society to build up. <laughs> with no with no tire yeah. academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, all you want to do is kill and fuck. Yeah, you really I am legend it. Yep. And I must say, is this is only so far through our podcast. This is only the second film that I haven't had the pleasure of watching beforehand. I have watched this before, but this it was so cats. long ago. I forgot how bad it was. I probably didn't finish it. <laughs> probably. Uh, of our films that we've done, which ones have you watched beforehand? So you didn't see Cats. You hadn't seen Transformers. Uh, I probably have, but again, so long ago. Happening, you didn't see. Nope. Jurassic World, you uh, nope. didn't see. Iron Sky, you didn't see. Nope. Liar, Liar, Vampire, you didn't see. You're getting my, my genuine, honest reactions. To all of these. To all of these. Except for this. Well, this is also kind of a genuine reaction. Yeah. So this is my first time. And so I write these notes before going into it. And so I was looking for these stupid dog qualities and I did not get them. You were actively looking for them. I was. Yes. I, I, I do my research beforehand, but no, it did not land. Even knowing what they were trying to go for, I don't see it. It's it's just a tire. It's so hard to put characteristics on a tire. It's just horny. The and wants the to most devel the most development that this tire had was when the kid was like trying to yell at it and it rolled away. and it rolled away quickly. Yeah, it, not a quick at a normal pace. <laughs> it's like having like your main character. I I don't know why I'm saying it's like like trying to r- relate it to something. It's the main character is a fucking tire. <laughs> It's, I'm like you, you're like. Do you remember that scene in Silence of the Lambs <laughs> where Sir Anthony Hop? No, it's a tire. It's a tire that it. There's no diet. There's there's no lines with the tire. The tire doesn't talk. The tire doesn't make noise. The tire sometimes vibrates and kills things. Actually, I think the most character that came in the tire for me was at the beginning when it's learning to roll and it's like falling and it's going through the adversity of being a tire. That see, this movie could have been bad good. Like, good, you know? A good bad movie. A good bad movie. Like that, and the first scene where it was, like, falling over and just getting its grip, I was like, okay, this, you know, might be fun. It might be a fun watch. No. I did not have fun. I did not have fun. It was a convoluted fucking mess. Okay. My next Cats fact is the 2008 animated film WALL-E, specifically the first act where it's just music and you just kind of see WALL-E on Earth with the garbage doing his job, there's no dialogue or anything, was the inf- the main influence on the character of Robert. You mean, you mean basing an entire character, which is also a tire, off of one scene of an animated film isn't good character writing? development and writing? Well, at least they did... Well, I must say, I think WALL-E is one of the greatest animated movies yeah, I, ever made. It is made. so good. Like, I fucking love Wall-E. You might not have as much of an emotional connection like to maybe like the toy stories or some of the old nostalgic ones in, from your childhood, like any of the uh, Disney princesses or like the Lion King. But as an objective view, Wally is so good. Like those first 15 minutes where it's just some music and Wally working on Earth, you get to, you, you learn a lot about Wally. Yeah. Sadly, you don't learn a lot about Robert in these quiet minutes of him rolling. 
You d- minutes? You mean the, the quiet hour and 22 minutes? I mean, before you're introduced to any other characters, really. Okay. But, like, Wally did it the way it was supposed to be done. It built a character and the the kind of... Um, you're, you're deep diving into this dr- again. I, drastic sense of the view that did not happen in Rubber. I think we're really trying to, like, explain... Like, we're, we're trying to justify this movie. We're, like... We're trying we, to find a way to get you to maybe watch... Like, to say that... You know, maybe there's a way this worked, but it didn't. No. Sorry for wasting your guys' time. All right, see you and next week. And yours this morning, <laughs> Devin. Um, two more Cats facts. The film begins with, oh, it's a Lieutenant Chad. Apparently, he's a lieutenant and not a sheriff. I No, I remember that because uh, during the shooting scene, there, there was said lieutenant. Okay. The film begins with Lieutenant Ch- Chad... Oh, excuse me. Making a speech about how events in the movie often happen for, in quotes, no reason. Dupont has stated that he was inclined to put that speech in because, personally, he was not interested in explaining or writing how the tire came to life, although he knew such a setup would be expected. So he got lazy and was just like, I. He, um, he came up with this absurd idea and was like, honestly, I don't have a reason why or like. How? So we're just going to throw this at the beginning to save face. It's really like... Oh, God. (laughs) That monologue was the best part of the movie. For sure. And, like, the absurdity of it. You're like, oh, you know, like, this might be... This might be cool. This might be fun. All downhill from the monologue. The thing that I have with the monologue, the, the, the monologue itself was great, but within the writing is they're talking about no reasons in films. And he talks about, like, in Spielberg's E.T., how why is E.T. brown? They don't need to make it for no reason. That's such a subtle detail. And then well, he, he brings up, some like, so many other movies, and it's all just details in the movies. Like, why did this happen? No reason. Why did this happen? No reason. Yeah, they're not pointing out plot holes. They're just pointing out... Small little things that, that don't matter. That don't matter, and they happen for no reason. However, this whole movie was a no reason movie. Not a minor thing. The whole, like the color was... of E.T. It was the whole movie was a no reason, and that doesn't work there, with me. Yeah, there was no reason to make this movie. No reason for treason. Exactly. What's your last cat's fact? My last cat's fact... And I love this one. I laughed so hard. Was the meta element of the film came organically as Dupont quickly grew tired of writing about a killer tire. He was already (laughs) over it. He was partly influenced by this by an experience where he snuck into a theater playing his previous film, Steak, to find that no one was in the theater. Oh, no. Which he noted was kind of scary. Dupo man, <laughs> he's like he's like oh no I I made a shitty movie and no one liked it. I gotta one up myself. I gotta make the worst goddamn movie <laughs> I possibly can. I'll show them. I don't know. I honestly I don't know how bad steak could be. It can't be worse than that. Than what we just watched. It's got to be better. This this was his way of reworking his career. This was him now trying. And adding new elements to stuff to get his career going. Because he saw it in the dumps. I think he'd do better at Wendy's. He'd be a good Wendy's worker. 
Where would you put? Where would you put him? Is he fry cook? Is he a cashier? Um, management? You know, I no, he's not a manager. I see him as as a float. You know, he's somewhere, okay. Mister Dupont. He's somewhere you can plug him in anywhere. Yeah, you know, just you know, jack of all trades, but master of none. Yeah, I mean, he does direct, write, cinematography, uh-huh. music composition, and editing. So yeah, so you can throw him on anywhere. Just don't expect a good job. Yeah, but with that, that's my last cat's fact. Gats facts. Gats. Gats facts. Cats facts. With that, let's get into the movie. Oh no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll I'll go over the opening scene. I yeah. suppose it opens with a guy, um, standing in front of like twelve chairs in like, the middle of a road. In the middle of a road, spaced kind of like in a like a diagonal from each other they're just like it looks like an obstacle course for a car yeah and uh then this old lincoln drives up abraham lincoln abraham lincoln no (laughs) i just at the after watching that they literally could have done anything in this film they could have the the lieutenant could have stripped naked and had sex with a goat and i'd have been like eh True, because the opening scene, we were like, why are there chairs? And like the the guy that's standing out there is carrying like 80 binoculars at once, too. And you're like, I don't get this, but we're going to see where it's going. Yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. So um, this old Lincoln comes and it hits all the chairs, breaking them, which I'm sure is some deep-seated metaphor that only DePoe understands. Yeah. No. And a select few of the cast. Or it could be a no reason thing. Uh, to set that tone. Yeah, it probably was. So he's like crashing into these chairs. It's all weird and surreal. And uh, Lincoln stops when it gets closer to the camera and it pans around to the trunk and the lieutenant crawls out of the trunk because <laughs> getting out of the car is too normal and there's a reason and this movie is all about no reason. And I must say, when they ran over these chairs in the middle of the road, they were clearly trying to hit them. But these chairs, yeah, they were like the you know like the tearaway they, suits. So yeah, it's like a yeah a tearaway suit of chairs. They yeah. f- fall apart so easily. He's not crashing into these. He's hitting them at like two miles an hour just on the corner of the leg, and they mm-hmm. just come toppling down. Yeah, it's like if you let your eight year old build something from IKEA and took away the bolts. Yeah, you know that it's it's all just wood glue. Yeah, <laughs> but I I wanted to bring up one thing before that. Is the right before the man comes out onto the street, it's a black screen and it says in loving memory of Pame Burkhart. That poor poor Wh- whoever that is. Person. I don't know. The girl boy. This movie was dedicated to them. He must have really fucking hated that person. Unless maybe they were the only reason that I could see where it was like, thank you for dedicating this to me, is maybe they were working on the film. With him, and it was like... Oh, he was the one... They were the person that got sniped. (laughs) Yeah. They they were the actor that had to get sniped over and over again. Yeah. Thank you for your sacrifice. That's the only way I can think, is if they were, like, working on the film, it's, like, in memory of you, like, you helped us with this film. Yeah. I don't see any reason why it was, like, his his sweet (laughs) gam-gam. His grandmother was, like, always loving, and she always took care of him, and he dedicated this piece of shit to her. Yeah. I'd be offended. I would fucking haunt Dupoe. I would haunt him. <laughs> you would haunt your grandson. Yeah. I'd I'd be like, 
It'd be like in The Conjuring where you're like, what's that smell? It smells like sulfur. And I just make it smell like shit all the time in his house. And then I'd turn radios on until he like, so he knows he's haunted and he's scared, but I'd never like hurt him. I never hurt him. I just emotionally scar him. Make his mental health a little out of whack. Yeah. Well, it already is. (laughs) Quentin's is? Yeah. Mr. Dupont. He made this movie. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So with that, the sheriff jumps out of the trunk and he walks up right away, like we said, breaks the fourth wall, looks into the camera and gives this monologue about no reasons. And I I was like, I was like about this monologue was probably four minutes long. Yeah. A minute and a half in, I'm like, okay, so this monologue is justifying why this movie exists. Yes, it, that, and that's exactly what it is. And it starts to slowly pan out from him doing this monologue, and you see a whole audience just standing in front of him. So he wasn't, he was breaking the fourth wall, talking to us, but he's also talking to this audience, which you learn is kind of with you watching the film but is also part of the film, but not part of the film or the audience, but partly part, but not part (laughs) of this film or audience in part. Partly. Partly. And that's as specific as I can be about that. Don't ask me (laughs) any more. Don't fucking get on me about this shit. It doesn't make sense to any of us. Yeah, uh, I I don't... I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. When I said part all those times, it didn't make sense. But it makes sense. Like, that's as specific as I can be. You watch this with me. Could I be any more specific about that? No. Okay. So, they're like, the uh, this guy... (laughs) (laughs) We're so (laughs) lost. My quote is, are they watching this movie with us? Because they do hand them all binoculars. Okay. What it seems like to me is like... They give them binoculars, like some, uh, and they, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Oh, God, this movie, I hate this they're movie. They're standing on a cliff, and they hand them binoculars, like they're supposed to be watching, like, animals in Yellowstone National Park or something. Yeah, like they're on a cruise, but. But they're watching what happens unfold with the tire in real life? No, it's supposed to be. It's, okay, so it's like they're watching, like, a wild animal with, through these binoculars, but, but. They can see the tire even if the tire is in, like, a room. In, in a room. Like, it's behind a door. So they can still see it. So that maybe they're not binoculars. Well, and, and my, they're next, like, my next question is, they were, I was going to say, they're watching the tire in real life. But the sheriff, the lieutenant makes a speech later that it's not real life and it's all an act. But the one doesn't do the poison. So is it, what, are they out there to watch it as a movie, like, to unfold? Is it a set that they're watching? Or is it real life? What the f- fuck is going on in this movie no uh, no reason i'm just gonna do whatever i want okay there we go and i'm gonna get a half goddamn million dollars for it yeah and lose it all (laughs) yeah all of it um so with that being said we're confused yep and we are now eight and a half minutes in and i because there's also an opening credit scene yeah because they all look at the binoculars and like what are we supposed to be looking at and this guy in the wheelchair says Look at the dump. So There's they, a dump over there. Yeah, so they look at this dump, and that's the opening credits, is you just pictures of the dump uh-huh. with, with credits. And at eight and a half minutes in is not until the movie 
in quotes starts yeah doesn't i don't know dude because the movie could i guess when he handed them binoculars because they do play a part in the movie they are the what, audience watching but what part do they play yeah are, are we considering the audience as part of the movie or are they with us <laughs> it's it's so ambiguous uh, the, yeah that's a good word to describe this i would i was gonna say convoluted mess or piece of shit or um we're just saying it nice pile of scat but i'll take ambiguous for 200 a fuckload of misery <laughs> yeah um so yeah we don't i guess that's kind of that's why i put it in quotes is it's where it starts but you see the tire and there's a whole minute of it just in the dirt not moving jig yeah just slightly wiggling the pacing and, of this movie was so goddamn slow. And it gets up, and then it falls right back down. This is kind of what we were saying, where it's like learning how to be a tire. Yeah. And at this point... Excuse me. At this point, naive me is like, oh, this you know, this might still be like a, a good bad movie. Like, yeah. Like a, you know, kind of comedic. You know, if they went that route, this... Like, uh, God, I keep forgetting the movie with the vagina teeth, which we will review on the <laughs> podcast. Don't you fucking, don't you worry about that. Uh, that one I think will be like kind of the funny, yeah, ba- good, bad. Yeah. Well, it does this like rolling and falling down for so long. I said eight and a half minutes is when it starts. 12 minutes in is when you get the first interaction with the tire and anything else. And that interaction is a water bottle. Like, the whole time it's just rolling to flutes in the background? What an odd choice of music. Well, as you went over, he did the music. He does Dupo. a bunch of different music choices in it. But it's yeah. odd. it's just him rolling and doing the same thing over for three and a half minutes. And it's interact first interaction is with a water bottle. Yeah, so, like, you have this really slow start where it's this guy giving a monologue and then... Uh, we're going to call it him the lieutenant's assistant. the Or we'll just call him the assistant. The, the accountant. The accountant, I guess, gives all the audience their binoculars or viewfinders, whatever, to watch the tire. And then you're like, okay, now we're going to, there's going to be some plot development. You're going to start kind of understanding what's going on. And, or start to finally understand. And then it's like probably eight more minutes of just this tire rolling around and crushing random things. Yeah, so... It's learning its way. It's, it comes to the water bottle and it rolls over and it crushes it. And then it sees a scorpion. Crushes it. It, cru- wow. it crushes it. Whoa, who'd have thunk? And it's kind of, I guess it's learning its love for bloodshed. Yep. Destruction. And now it rolls up onto a glass beer bottle. But it can't break it. But it can't it's, just, bre- it's just a tire. It's, it's glass and it can't break it. So what does Mr. Dupont do? He's like, you know, how can I make this movie interesting john cena (laughs) out of nowhere (laughs) crawls out of the tire (laughs) suplexes the glass bottle and then he crawls back in the tire yeah (laughs) just 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 shrinks like ant-man and crawls back into it oh i was thinking like a a, like kind of like like a trap reverse childbirth like he like squeezes oh that's so much worse but so much better that would that would make this movie. I would have good. loved this movie so much. <laughs> no, it starts rumbling and just breaks it with, with psychokinesis. Yeah, whatever the nerd called it. Yeah. Psychokinesis. Yeah. Because I'm the nerd. 
I feel like the kid said psychokinesis, yeah, he and did. then the older guy was like, actually, it's, uh, what, what? what no, it? It was, somebody said, like, telekinetics, and he's like, actually, it's psychokinesis. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, so, so now it's got psychokinetic powers. And it's a, you know, it's a one-trick show. It All it does is go, and then the thing explodes. Yep. It's not interesting to watch. Yeah, honestly, I wish the explosions and the psychokinetics were better because it just rumbles and then it happens. Yeah. It's not really climactic in any way. But you're 15 minutes in now after this glass bottle thing and the audience is now commenting on the tire. They've The crowd has picked up the tire in their binoculars and have started to see what it's doing. And this is the first true interactions between people and the tires. Yep. And I guess it's not the tire interacting with people, but having the tire and people kind of in the same thing. Because like I said, it's just rolling by itself. Through a desert. Not interesting. Mm-hmm. And during it, they're watching. I, I, I had this just this one note where this one guy is filming it. He's like, my wife couldn't come out with me. And they're like, that's movie piracy. You can't film this. Like, does that need to be in here as well? Yeah, he has like a camcorder that a apparently can see as well as the binoculars can i didn't even think about that uh zoom times 100 on that oh, 2006 yeah. mm-hmm. Cody, that kodiak camcorder yeah. with the side flip screen yep you know exactly and the what little, i'm talking about the extender eyepiece yeah oh yeah 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 but this it's almost like the t- them watching the tires like an interactive art piece that's the best way I can describe it. But why do they poison him? <laughs> Don't give away the plot! What plot? <laughs> and where's the where'd the fucking turkey go? <laughs> they ate it! Was it was it the Oh He killed it and poisoned it and fed it to him. Uh, dude. Now this is a good movie. <laughs> no, it's not a good movie, but the, I, I I understand that one part you, now. You, that just glossed over your head? When he threw the turkey breast down well he was in a fucking <laughs> we won't get into it well we will get into it but just later. a little later so like i said I, the best way i can describe it is like an interactive art piece but it's like a multi-day event and you will see them the next morning everyone's camped out to still watch the action there and sleeping maze the tire even sleeps too yeah you get like kind of cult vibes from the audience yeah a little and, bit. And you try and get those human vibes from the tire to make it this sad, dumb little dog thing, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. They may try and make it human, but the tire even drinks at one point. Like, it goes up to a puddle. and it, Yeah, and it... What the heck? Where... where, 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 where <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What just? What the fuck was just going on here? It what still makes doing? more sense than the movie. Um, yeah, so it's got these kind of human qualities. And up next is really the first scenario. I mean, it did have the little tiny thing with the scorpion. Yeah. But it stumbles upon a rabbit out in the desert. And it's really, it's like a little fate off. And it's the first moment you get to see it with other life that you kind of care about. <laughs> Other mammals. Yes. Vertebrae. Um, 
So, yeah, just, you know, what's it did? Vibrates and the bunny explodes and then it goes. And it and might it have sees... actually, they might have actually killed a real bunny in this scene. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It looked very much like it was just shot. Yeah, and with... we, we mentioned that at first. Like, it looks like it's shot. And then, like, the humans came up and they started dying. And like I said, you can tell that the humans are fake. The dead yeah. scenes are fake. The bunny and the bird? I don't, I don't know. But, okay, there's also that scene where that kid, like, picks up the bunny and they're like, don't, can't you tell it's fake? But that, but then. Fuck, I, I forgot about that. Is this whole entire world fake? Was this all staged, but then it wasn't staged? And then, oh my god, I hate this film. I am going to be up all night thinking about whether this is real or fake, and I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God man. damn it! You had to bring up that the kid picked <laughs> up the bunny. God, damn, I was just settling down about it. Well, okay, so <laughs> so, so it, it vibrates and kills the bunny, and then it goes and it rolls to like this highway, and you see, you're finally like, okay, maybe now there's the plot starts because there's a car coming down the highway, which looks like it'll have the protagonist, Correct. which is this girl. Driving down the highway, Roxanne, and uh, but her character name is Sheila. She Sheila doesn't you can't, Roxanne can't really do that with Sheila. Uh, but the car engine dies because the tire also has that power. Apparently, it's it's a mechanic as well. Yeah, yeah, from afar. Uh huh. Camshafts, camshafts. <laughs> so we've had some good mechanic stuff with the camshafts. And with the kids in Jurassic World that repaired that Jeep. And now this this fucking tire that's also a god, apparently. Uh, so it, like, breaks down the car. The girl's like, what the fuck's going on? And you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess she's about to die. And then the plot will start. But no, a truck comes from behind and hits the tire as it's rolling because he's not paying attention to the road. Yeah. And the tire, like, bounces off and it bounces on this hill. And then it sees a bird, and it kills the bird because it kills everything it sees. Yep. And at this point, you're already bored. And yep. Uh, We're 22 minutes in, by the way. I I got that timestamp was 22 minutes in before the leading actress is introduced, and it's just her driving. And she's is, is she the leading actress? There's no female with a larger role, but her role is so minor. Like the plot. When I talked about the plot, it's like she is the mysterious woman that it's obsessed with. But like we said, the 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 whole tire plot is only half of it because there's this whole PTA plot packed, this whole plot adjacent to with the audience as well. So, but they're like like connected. Uh, <laughs> I hate this film. I hate this movie. Um can I bring up something as well? And I, I, like, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like this movie went over our heads and there was like some deep meaning that we didn't understand. It's a no reason film. They're, they very explicitly said at the beginning of the movie, there is no reason to anything in this movie. Don't think, don't ask for an explanation. There is no reason. And that's the problem with this podcast is we're trying our our duty for you guys is to explain and break it down and. We get how and I'm struggling so much, but I wanted to go back to the bunny real quick. Just my one note here that I forgot I wrote. I put but 
Bunny goes boom. <laughs> uh, and right before he stumbles upon Sheila, it's like a happy kind of pop music while it's playing. Oh, it yeah. It looks like the tire is dancing to the music. Yeah, the tire dances, um, but it's has dog qualities, apparently. Yep. But it's... Wow, that's <laughs> a long hair. What in the <laughs> world? Finding finding hairs everywhere. Uh, <laughs> that hair. Go on. <laughs> I, I, we're both fucking broken from this movie. <laughs> so it, what does it do now? It like rolls into town and... This or is, no, it rolls to a gas station and... This is after the bird death scene, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. Sheila like honks at the truck that wasn't paying attention because the truck almost hit her and he flips her... The, Truck. She flips him off, yeah. And the tire rolls up, and he pops his the guy's head. And then... Yeah, wants revenge, basically. Oh, yeah, because he did run it over. He huh? did run it over, and so he want, the tire wants revenge. Ro- but Robert... Like, Robert it, re- revenge Robert. Revenge Robert. It doesn't seem vengeful. It seems like it just murders literally anything it sees moving. Yeah, that is very true. I mean, that was the one where he was murdering for vengeance. The rest... It just—it was just if killing you, for sport, yeah. Um, and then it's just like rolling down the highway, and police cars go by to probably investigate the murder of this man. I put—I wonder if the tires are already their lead subject at this time. <laughs> just going out on a limb. I think it's the tire. Guys. Yeah, it's probably the tire. Um, it's back. But here's where you get that nude scene. Oh yeah, the, the tire has been following Sheila, and it follows her to her motel. She's shot. She's showering in her motel room with the door, front door open. Yep. And like the, also the bathroom door open. And the bathroom door open. Both doors are open. She just, yeah, she just showers. And there's some ass shot and a slight boob. Yeah, a slight boob shot. Um, and the audience is watching her shower through their binoculars, through the door, through the hotel, into her other door, into the shower itself. And they have this weird commentary. They're like, yeah, is the tire going to get laid? Oh, is it going to start with a blowjob? Just some of them are like, she's got a hell of an ass. Like the ass isn't great, but her tits are like just start like this older black ladies just acts like a 25 year old white guy objectifying women. Yeah, exactly. That they do have some good one liners. And uh, well, I guess as far as this script goes, I will call <laughs> okay. them good right. one liners. All right. All right. Um, Relative. Yeah. To the, yes. Okay. I'll take and it. So there's that nude scene and she comes out of the shower and realizes her door is open and closes it, locks the tire out. Yeah. Can't stalk her anymore. But apparently it rents the hotel room next to her. It rents room 16. Yeah. It just ends up there and it's it, it put turns. its credit card down. And it turns on the TV, and it turns the volume of the TV up, and it's also, like, switching channels, which the audience, with their binoculars, are seeing in the room. And they're with like, the door closed. Yeah, the, they're watching the TV with their... Yeah. With it. And they're like, what's the tire doing? Oh, it just switched channels. It's just so, like, weird and surreal and dumb. So dumb. What kind of credit card do you think Robert the Tire has? Um, he's I think his got... name is Robert... Because rubber, like they tried to get Robert. the closest name, probably that well, seems. Yeah, shallow. what kind of credit card do you think it has? He's got a um, Jiffy Lube mm. credit card. I don't know. If Jiffy I was Lube thinking. Has... I was thinking that 
Discover card where you get like 3% back on gas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the cash back. Yeah. And then he uses on... Guns. He doesn't need guns. Studs for his... Chains. Chains. Okay. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so... It rents this hotel room and it's watching like Jane Fonda workout day. You really start to realize the sexual nature of Robert. And now he changes the channel. Now it's like Hawaiian hula girls and coconut bras. And he's just in the room next door, volume to the max, keeping Sheila up at night because she can clearly hear it. Yeah. And then it's the next day. And all the audience goes to sleep and they're like, hey, I'm hungry. But. There's no food, but where did they come from? I hate this movie. Can, can we talk about where no. the where the food comes from? the The scene with the accountant. Well, not that doesn't happen yet. Yeah, I have it right oh, here. Oh, does it? One of the guys, the guy that's in charge of the audience, and they ask for their hungry. Does this weird thing with his shoes? Oh, yeah, in the hotel. In the hotel. So he's staying in the same hotel as they are. Yep. And he's got, he's like looking in the mirror and he puts like his two dress shoes on his hands and starts doing this like little prodding like. Yeah. Like, it, like I said, it, I said this during the movie. It looks like he's pretending to be a horse. Yes. Yep. So he, he like does this prodding thing and then he gets a like, call. What the fuck? Yeah, he gets this phone call. And he's, he's like, yes, master. And you're like, oh, this is the sex thing. This makes sense. Hi, puppy. Hey, puppy. And then it's like, yes, master. And he's like, it will be done, master. And then there's this shot of a fucking turkey in the room. A whole ass turkey in his hotel. Like a live turkey. Just vibing with him. Yeah, in the hotel room. And you are like, okay, one, the shoe thing. Two, the master. And then the turkey. It's like one after. It's just blasting you with just the weirdest propaganda i don't know this this is like some like cia shit that they like like play this movie on repeat to torture people and i I can do it but then he like opens up this case and there's knives so you can see that he's gonna kill the turkey at least yeah and there's also like uh needles needles and liquid in there which you find out is poison yeah so he takes this whole turkey breast after he kills it um, and drops it into the crowd, which Devin just realized moments ago was the turkey that he killed, and everyone just, like, ravages it, except for this the guy man in, in the wheelchair. wheelchair. It's kind of a gross and barbaric scene as they eat it. Like, it's really close it into them. It is really gross. And they're just ripping with their hands, and it's like, the the turkey's cooked, but it, like, almost looks like it's bloody and yeah, they're barbaric. Bar- yeah, I don't... Oh, I hate this movie. So I, you're, I, it's because I'm trying to make sense of something that was made to explicitly not yeah, make sense. Yeah. And while they're doing all that, housekeeping comes into the tires room. Uh huh. And the tire is taking a shower. And she, that bitch turns the shower off. Yeah, she literally goes in there. She's like, asks if anyone is in like the room, and there's nobody in there. But then she hears the shower, so she's like, "Is anyone in the shower?" And she just walks in there and opens it. Like, what if there was somebody like actually showering in I'd there? I'd be so mad. Or maybe not. I don't know. But she turns off the water on Robert, thinking it's an inanimate inanimate tire. Bad choice. Um, She throws the tire out of the room, 
But the tire is like, nah, bro, I need another shower now. And it rolls back in. But hiding around the corner was this kid. He watched the tire get up after being thrown out and roll back in. And then it pops her head, obviously, because (sighs) this movie. Yeah, he pops the head off her and he sees Sheila, the love of his life, walk by. So now he's got to follow her and stalk her and whatnot. And the boy who saw the tire goes to his dad, who's like the landlord of this motel. He's like, he's the owner. Yeah. And the dad's so fed up with it. He's like, quit with the tire thing. Get me a pizza. So the kid goes and gets him a pizza. I don't know if the scenes change or not to the the audience. The the scene does change the audience real quick. Everyone's stomachs are hurting and everyone is poisoned. Except for the... Oh, yeah. And the the guy in the wheelchair says... You fools, you beasts, they poisoned you. And they're like, they'll never get away with this. And he's like, don't worry, they won't. Because I didn't eat the poison. And I want my show. How did he know this coming in? How is he not hungry? They've been out there for three days in the desert. I don't... With no food or water. I don't know. Oh, this movie! (laughs) But yeah, the kid has to go and get a pizza. That's pretty much it. There wasn't a whole lot. There was a good quote with the pizza... But that's about it. Um, There's a guy hitchhiking. What? Oh my god! Dude. Oh my why, god! Why? Why? Why did he exist? Why did the hitchhiker exist? Why? And why did he try and hitchhike on a bike? Yeah. And why did the pizza scene exist? Well, because he put the bird guts on it. Yeah, but we we did not need that. Well, I, I kind of get it because the dad was like being an asshole and he's mad. It's, it makes more sense than most of the movie. I guess. But the hitchhiker pisses me off that he was even a thing. <laughs> he didn't need to be, Cause, yeah. Because he didn't try and stop the kid from... like so. Okay, so the kid is riding home after... Picking up the pizza. Picking up the pizza and he... He's mad at his dad. He sees the bird that Robert blew up. And he pulls over, he opens the pizza box and he... he Puts the bird guts on the, on the pizza. pizza. He's like, this is double topping for you. But also there's this hitchhiker along the road and he sees him biking along. That, that was mad that the kid on his bicycle did not take him. To pick him up on his little kid bike. And then watches him put dead bird guts on a pizza Does, and doesn't just, bat an eye. Just stands there and watches. And, and that, that's, that's, the only, that's all you see. There's no reaction from like... And he, honestly, he's probably the ninth highest paid actor in this film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like you, I I would get it if the hitchhiker was like, "What the fuck?" If he literally just said, "What the fuck," he would have had a purpose in this. Place. Yes, but he just stands. He there. just stands there, stone faces, stone faced, and watches. Yep. And then he's gone for the rest of the film. That's it. Yep. I so, hate this movie. <laughs> so now we're going back to like the crime scene with the housekeeper being dead, and the kid comes back with his pizza. And he says that it was the tire that did it. People don't believe him. Um, and Sheila is sitting in this diner as all the police cars roll by. And um, she pours her orange juice just all over her food. So, what's his name? Dupont or something? The right? The yeah, director? Yeah, yeah, Quentin Dupont. So, Dupont, like, I get what he was doing with the turkey and especially with this scene where he was going for, like, random abstract yeah. To be as abstract as possible. Yeah. But also that doesn't happen apart from two scenes really with the turkey and this scene because she pours her orange juice on her toast and starts mixing the toast around to make like a toasty orange juice soup. <laughs> My and, favorite meal. And then she's like, oh, something's going on at the hotel. And she stands up and she just like the door. She's like walking out the door of the diner. Yeah. 
and uh, they fall off. She just she breaks the screen doors. Just breaks them off and they fall on the floor. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but the kids bring the cop to the tire to investigate. Um, oh, should we talk about the pool scene real quick? Oh yeah, I mean the, uh, it's yeah, pretty it much the same. The tire follows, the tire follows Sheila to the pool and watches her get out of the pool, and it sinks itself into the pool. Yeah, it just gets in the pool and just vibes. It just yeah, I don't know why it gets in the pool, but it just gets in the pool. But that's where they find the tire, and they're like, the kid's like, he's the killer. I watched you do it. He's alive. I guess he doesn't say he's the killer, but he does say he's alive and whatnot, and. Yeah, so they, they they don't believe him obviously, and the 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 landlord the dad like kicks the son out of there and says get out of here I'm tired of the the stuff like that and the sheriff the lieutenant tells him that the audience has been poisoned and he's like the the owner's like what the fuck are you talking about so clearly the people in the town are just living their lives and not knowing that they're being watched or that they're not real or that they're not real. But the sheriff, the lieutenant, and the accountant are aware that they are actors in this art piece and that the audience is the real world. But why did they kill the people in the real world? (laughs) Fuck if I know! (laughs) Oh my god, I hate this movie. (laughs) So yeah, he tells them that. He's so unaware... And there's, like, this huge debate about being, is this, like, real life? Is it not? Who's the real wacko in this scenario? Well, okay. The Quentin real, DuPont. No, the real wacko is the guy who thinks it's real. Because, so, um, the lieutenant is like, nothing is real. You guys, this isn't real. This was all an act. You can drop the acts. Because he thinks that they're actors and that they know they're actors. So he's like, okay, guys, drop the act. We're good. The- but they don't know they're actors. They don't, I guess. So he's like, okay, I'll prove that you're actors. Take out your gun and shoot, shoot me. me. And the real wacko is the police officer thinking that this is real life who pulled out the gun and shot his lieutenant. And shot his lieutenant twice in the chest. He was, because he tells the one sh- cop to do it. And she's like, no, I won't do that. I won't yeah. shoot you. And he's like, all right, you shoot me. So and he, he just shoots him. him. That's the real wacko. That's trust. But yeah, he gets shot a couple times. And he's fine because it's fake. Apparently, because it's, yeah, it's not real. Apparently, they're all actors. But then he's like, the "But account- wait, the- if it's fake, how did the tricycle kill the audience member?" We don't know. I am so upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, like, the accountant comes up to him. He's like, "One guy didn't eat the turkey," and he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, there's still one guy watching." Well, first, first they were like, "So if everything's real, what about this dead?" housekeeper and he's like yeah he's like what about the housekeeper yeah he's like just shake her slap her in the face and she's like i'm not gonna do that because she doesn't have a face yeah she's dead and so she shakes her she's like her body's cold like she's dead and he's like wait she's actually dead and they're like yeah the tire it blew her up and he's like wait what like so like maybe it was real this wasn't planned as part of the art what was the interactive art piece supposed to be if the tire doesn't actually go on a killing spree Guys, I'm having a really hard time here right now. There are so many holes in this that are so hard to follow. But yeah, the the accountant comes up. He's like, why didn't the guys didn't eat the turkey? And so then 
lieutenant's like, false alarm. This is all real life. Like, let's go back to doing our police work. So maybe it is. Maybe it's only real if all the real life spectators are dead. I don't know. But if they're alive, it's a show, and they can't be hurt. But only by but when the, tire. the when the spectator died, all the the tricycle and all the tires went to Hollywood, which looked like like Hollywood. a real world. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, well, let's get let's get through this plot. Um. Devin, look at my next my next note. Oh, it just I have so many questions in all caps. Yep, that's that yep. is the mantra of this podcast. Yeah. So the lieutenant gets back from saying everything's real and starts uh, interrogating the guy again, the about, landlord, yeah. the landlord about the dead housemaid, and then the tire rolls back, blows up the housemaid's or the the owner's head in front of the sheriff. And he realizes that the tire's the killer. And he pulls out a paper from his pocket and he unfolds it and he reads a line from it like it's a script. Like yeah. this was all supposed to happen. And I am so angry. <laughs> I'm so angry. So the tire rolls away and then yeah. this kid like... Yeah, the tire finds a mirror. It's like looking at itself like self-reflection and actualization and whatnot. Yeah. But the kid's been sitting next to it the whole time and is like trying to talk to it. And the tire just rolls away. Yeah. And the kid like throws Throws a Mountain Dew can at it. I thought he was about, I thought the kid was about to die. Yeah. Don't fucking throw cans at the thing that can blow people's heads off with its mind. With its rubber. With its rubber. Um, So now the investigation's on to find the tire now to kill it or stop it. And um, while this is all happening, the wheelchair guy is watching intently about the the whole drama and the accountant brings so much food to him. To Which try, is like, obviously poison. Yeah, right? chocolate eclairs, tuna tartare, uh-huh. lamb, cho- like all these fancy things. And he's saying that he doesn't want to eat. So the accountant starts eating it. like a Knowing dog. it's poisoned. And he's like telling his whole life story like of all the things in his life. He tells this really weird thing. He's like, my brother fell into this crack and he got stuck. And he was screaming because he, he was, was in pain. Yeah. So, And he's like, and the weird thing is took a really big rock and I smashed it into his face and he finally stopped screaming. he stopped screaming. screaming for me. I was like, well, you murdered your brother. <laughs> but yeah, he's eating his food this whole time that he just brought that's poisoned. Well, now he's dead. He's an idiot. Uh, the, the accountant's dead. Doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense anymore. Yep. And so it's just now the wheelchair guy watching. I, may, I feel like my head's going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this, maybe... The tire is actually out there, and this movie is like the ring. And you watch it, and then Three, you try and understand 72 it. 72 hours later, it blows your head up? Yeah. I, I'm honestly, I just don't want to think about this movie anymore. Yeah. So now it's just the wheelchair guy watching, and he sees like this fire in the distance. The tire's rolling upon it, too. And you're like, what is burning? All the people in the town are burning their rubber tires in refute of Robert? Or Dude, dude nothing happened with that scene. The tire didn't murder them. No. Nope. He just looked at the fire of the tires. And rolled away. That was it. There was like a... What? Ah! <laughs> <sighs> okay. I, okay. Alright, what happens next, Brandon? I put a, I put a note in here that I, was, I said it was a metaphor for the German concentration camps. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but after, after that fire scene, there's actually a cut to t- three days later. 
and the tire went on a killing rampage. It was just shot after shot after shot of dead bodies in different places, in stores, on the street, all that, in phone booths, all that. But, the, but this is like in a big city, but the tire's still in the desert. Yeah. And it doesn't make... Wh- how? What yeah. is going on? What is going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, this and movie. the only people that are really alive are the cops, the wheelchair guy, and Sheila. Yeah. And they're trying to find the tire, and they do. It's in a motel room watching NASCAR. And their plan is to dress a mannequin up like Sheila. And strap who's dynamite the girl that he loves. Back. Yeah, and to coax it over as kind of a, as a, a decoy. And t- dynamite strapped to its back and to blow the dynamite or to blow the mannequin up with dynamite. But they actually want Robert to use its telekinesis powers to blow up the mannequin itself. Instead of having a remote detonation, because that'd be too easy. Because if it blows itself up with the mannequin, it'll be like it realized it was its own doing and not somebody else pulling it up, I guess. So they have like a speaker in it and they're sitting in a stakeout van or whatever yeah and sheila's trying to say all these like talk dirty lines to get it out yeah of and the it's room like kind of working and then the the guy is like you're not being dirty enough so he just starts talking in his normal voice the robert's mad he's going away yeah so they put sheila back on and uh they almost have it almost have it and then bang 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 on the van on the van door yeah it's the old man in the wheelchair he came all the way down from that cliff wherever the fuck he was to watch him and say he says this is where it gets really meta because he's like this plot is kind of confusing to me (laughs) and it's like really slow like what i understand that you're trying to like coax it out and whatnot and do all this he's like but now that it's out with the mannequin just bazooka or even better flamethrower it and they're like having debates about how the plot should go and they're like okay we'll speed things up so they start basically over the speaker like battering the the verbally abusing robert and he does blow up the head of the mannequin but it doesn't ignite the dynamite yeah because the dynamite was on the back and it only blows up people's heads yeah so he (laughs) goes in with a shotgun he just yeah the 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 lieutenant lieutenant goes in with a shotgun and uh, the guy in the wheelchair didn't go back. He's in front of the house. And uh, he's like, you can't shoot it with a shotgun. That's anticlimactic. Arguing about the plot again. And uh, he just... He shoots it with a shotgun. And then he lays the dead tire at the guy, the wheelchair dude's feet. And then he's like, he's oh, like, so that's, that's he's it. He's like, then. movie's over. Go home. And uh, the tricycle comes out. And he's like, wait, it's not over. He's been reincarnated as a tricycle. And the tricycle does... Looks at him however a tricycle looks at someone. <laughs> and, uh... A tricycle can look at somebody better than just a tire can. That's true. Yep. So, um, the guy's like, wait, you can't kill me, I'm just an audience member. And the tricycle kills him, which doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes sense. What the fuck? The tricycle's actually extra, more powerful than yeah, the tire it blows, blows up. It doesn't blow up just his head, it blows up his whole Him body. and the wheelchair, yeah. Um, it's way stronger, but the movie kind of ends... With Sheila in her car, like, driving away. And then she watches the tricycle go by and ride off into the distance. And there is, like, eight minutes of just this tricycle riding to really bad music. Just different shots. Yeah, so I thought that was going to be the end of the movie as it rides off into the distance. No. I put, but wait. There's a three to four minute montage of the tricycle riding to terrible music. Still no credits. Nothing like that. But as it's rolling, 
it picks up other living tires along the way. There's like 20 of them and they end up in Hollywood. This might have been my favorite part of the film. Just it picking up other tires along the way. It was just like shot after shot. And I I know it's like, it's like I want this movie to end. But at least I didn't have to worry about the plot anymore. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it ends with like this this album cover of... Uh, of a tricycle followed by 18 tires with the Hollywood sign yep. in the background. Yep. And then boom, movie over. And everyone was like, so happy it's over. Woohoo! Great Yay. movie. You did so good, Dupo. Peek those microphones. <laughs> God, that that's the movie. That's rubber, and I hope you were able to follow along. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm you, so, like this. If po- you if you watch the movie, you'll follow along just as well if you listen to this. We'll get it to it when when we get to our our ratings and our rec- if we recommend this or not. But like, I think you already know. Yeah. Um, all right. With that being said, let's do oh, fuck. Let's do our quotes, ratings, and reviews, Devin. Let's just let's just get it over with. Uh, let's go. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Don't you find it strange we can't see the air around us? Why do you say that? Just like that. No reason. Okay, there's not a lot of quotable stuff in this film. Nope, I've got one. So why don't you let me go first, because I know you have a few more than me. Let me grab my... You, actually, you, you name off a couple. i got to grab my quote machine. Your quote machine. Who knows? I might have your one. So we'll see. Um, and we kind of already said a couple of these. So there's the one where it's the man in the wheelchair, and it's at the very end. He goes, hey, wait, it's not the end. He's been reincarnated as a tricycle. When you read that quote before watching the movie you're like this is absolutely asinine i didn't know if it was real or not or what it is real it is real and the other one that we talked about um is when the kid goes to get his pizza and he's putting the exploded bird entrails on his father's pizza because his dad was so serious about getting double toppings on the pizza and he goes here's your double topping dickhead um, so, my wonderful quote is when... You're one. My, my wonderful quote is when uh, the tire is looking at the naked chick and uh, mm. the audience is all commenting on it. Uh, I think it was the older black lady that said, think the tire is going to get laid? I'd like to see that. That's where, Yeah, this is where they did the blowjobs and discussed her ass and... I was too angry to be looking for quotes. I had a I had another quote from that exact time frame where it was that. And it's as the tire rolls into the hotel room and starts watching her yep. shower nakedly. And a guy in the background goes, this is the first time in my life I identify as a tire. Or I, de- I identify with, with the tire. With a tire, not as a tire. As I identify tire. with the tire. Cool. Could, cool, man. Yeah. Fuck this movie. Um, my only other two are when they are doing the... They're trying to get Robert mad to blow up the mannequin after they've done all the sexy talk to get it out. And Sheila's over the speaker going, You are nothing but rubber shit. You are nothing but rubber shit. You are nothing but rubber shit. That's it. 
That's what, uh... That's their beautiful writing. Yeah, that's what I think about this movie, actually. Nothing but rubber shit. Yeah. Pretty much. And my last one, out of nowhere, it's when, right before that one cop shoots Lieutenant Chad in the chest twice. Yeah. And they're trying to talk to him about how this is all fake. And because the one cop won't shoot him. And he goes, the one guy's like, how do we know it's not fake? And he goes... This is Lieutenant Chad goes, this is not real life. Look at you. You have a stuffed oh, yeah. alligator under your arm. And it pans out. And he does have a stuffed alligator under his arm. And he's just like, so? What What the hell? He just says, so? Does carrying a stuffed alligator automatically mean life is fake? I mean, there's no reason for him to be carrying it, but the logic is flawed. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's where you call it? Yep, that's where I call it. The alligator scene. Those are my quotes. Alright, let's get into some ratings and reviews. It's Like I said, it was short. It was not a quotable film. Nope. Alright, ratings. Devin? If I had to guess? Guess tomato meter. Uh, 9%. And Metacritic? 2.8. Okay. So 28 out of 100. Oh, isn't... I thought Metacritic was out of 10. Uh-uh. Oh, uh, yeah, 28. So, for Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter gives it a 68%. What the fuck? Isn't that, like, better than Transformers? Uh-huh. It's, of all of the ones we've watched, I think it's the second highest we've done so far. <laughs> Did something go over our heads? I, is this, like... Like a smarter man would enjoy this movie. I I like to think that I am a pretty smart man. Oh man, we're all book, book smart, pretty socially smart, and movie smart. But like, I guess with critics, the whole no reason thing really landed, resonated, yeah. And they didn't try and dissect it like we are. And I guess. Just the satire of it all really lands. Wasn't even. I guess it could be considered satire. The sixty-eight percent and the audience score. Not forty-six percent. What is what is going on, man? What kind of world do we? It live goes in? against everything. Everything <laughs> I stand in. for. As far as meta score goes, it's lower. Fifty-nine out of a hundred. Oh fuck you. <laughs> and the audience score is a five point eight out of ten. Oh fuck you. I'm so angry right now. What are you giving it? One is uh, zero. Is a is that a? Yeah, you can go to, like on percentage. Yeah, like a zero. Nine, zero. 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 Easily. I'm gonna give it a one point two. One point two. That would you're saying it has cl- like values that are good. I'm saying it's absolute dog shit. One point. I think zero is safe. Um. There is absolutely. Uh, we'll get to it, but <laughs> let's finish with some reviews. Um, and I only have a few for you guys. I've got five. First one by George Washington. <laughs> yes, he he loves this film. Yeah, with his sure wooden he does. teeth. Yeah, George McGilvray. Why is this such a great film? No reason. Why do people hate this film? No reason. Why do people love this film? No reason. Why do people? Why did they make this film? No reason. Why did we all watch this film? No reason. Why do we want to watch this film again? No, I actually wrong. No reason. Why haven't they made a sequel to it? Or 
Yeah, no reason. Why would we watch the sequel if it was made? No reason. Why is the tire called Robert? Watch until the very end of the film to find out. Wait. What? Did we miss something? No. Why is the tire named Robert? Was the tricycle Robert? Why? What? Was we it? need to turn it back on and maybe there's an after credit scene. Uh, I don't want to. Just start looking up why Why is the tire called Robert? Okay, keep going with your reviews. Why is the tire called Robert? Watch until the very end of the film to find out. Dot, dot, dot. Eight out of ten. Fuck you, George Washington. <laughs> George McCavillay. And so I put this one in here because the no reason thing like kind of got to me, but then realizing that the movie itself is a no reason film, now it's not as fun anymore. That review is not as fun. But now I want to know about Robert the Tire, and I see you've got it up here. So, so I'm on Villains Wiki. This is a fandom page for Robert the Tire. <laughs> Full name Robert, Elias, Robert the Tire, Origin Rubber, Occupation, Tire with a Consciousness of Its Own, Power Skills, Destructive Telekinesis, Hobby, Blowing People's Heads Off of Telekinesis, Watching Television. (laughs) Uh, Goals, Use and Develop Its Psychic Powers on the Living and Non-Living Undisturbed, Crimes, Serial Murder, Animal Cruelty, Home Invasion, Type of Villain, Psychic Possessed Object. Uh, personality. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh. At the end of the film, Chad shoots Robert with a shotgun, seemingly killing him. However, he is instantly reincarnated as a tricycle. After killing the last spectator of the film, he then continues on his murderous journey with many other abandoned tires. No. Coming to life and following trivia. No. According to the end credits, Robert played himself in the film's casting. That's a, it's that, just they just gave him a name. He played himself, so that doesn't make sense. This is a terrible review. Watch to the end of the film to find out. It's not that there's a meaning behind Robert. It's just that they named him Robert, and his asked is why is it called Robert? Because they fucking named him Robert, and they put it in the credits. God damn it! Okay, that was so anticlimactic. <sighs> okay, did you expect something good? Yes. Next one, by JD7 Myers Dash One. It was a rainy Sunday, and I went out looking for cheese, but I found a savory meal. Frankly, I was hoping to kill off a few brain cells in the mindless fun of watching a movie about a killer tire. Expecting something along the lines of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, I wanted to drown myself in delicious B movie goodness. This coming from the man that cannot change the channel. When my remote calls up images of Joan Collins being eaten by giant ants in Empire of the Ants. Yet soon, I realized that this film was so much more than horror spoof for a silly gimmick film. The second time I watched this movie, I focused on its true theme. I realized with delight that the movie is about movies and their audiences. Pay very close attention to every scene with the bystanders on the road, and you'll realize that the killer tire story is not actual plot at all. Also, on second viewing, you can revel in the brilliant personification of the killer tire Robert, a tire that learns, sleeps, recreates, dreams, and even has flashbacks to his previous inanimate incarnation on an actual car. Observe <laughs> the film structure and use and use of the reflecting glass and incineration scene as key catalysts. You'll be amazed at all you missed when first watching this movie, 
Astonishingly, this became my favorite movie of 2011 so far. Lovers of film should not miss this. 10 out of 10. I don't... I don't... I, I, it's making me feel like I missed something and that's pissing me off. I do see that there are some ties to other films with the fire scene. Where it's like burning and like people watching it and whatnot. But still, I don't know if I can watch this a second time. And there, it's not worth it. The... the they're grasping at straws, man. The only time I would ever watch this a second time is to show somebody just to torture them. Yeah. Just to have, just to mess with people. Like, this let's watch this movie. Such a bad movie. Because then at least I don't have to pay attention to the movie and I can pay attention to their reaction to it. Next up. By Coventry. I am rubber, you are glue. I'll blow up your head and roll over it too. Five <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> okay, I like that one. It's a good one. 5 out of 10 is still a little high. 5 out of 10 is high. Um, next, by JB with JC. All caps. I love this movie. Three exclamation points. This movie is so great. It's so many different ways. It's the type of film that's original and rubbish at the same time. In a way as if the director wrote the idea and then said to himself, this idea is rubbish. How will I get people to like it? And then pretty much says that at the beginning of the film. The film is an homage to the no reason in movies, like saying, okay, we know it's rubbish, it's rubbish, but more taking the Mickey out of rubbish films just like it, rather than being actually rubbish itself. Thought the film was complete genius and would happily watch it again several times. I mean, come on, the film's about a telekinetic serial killer tire that kills animals, bottles, and makes human heads explode. What more could you want from a comedy horror film and the violence in it isn't too over the top? So even if a film that you can watch with your mom and enjoy and laugh at together. Not rubbish. 9 out of 10. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's it's rubbish. I love all these reviews where the people just latch onto one word and just use it. Because we've had so many of them where it's like where people just use very funny or like the theme of the story is this, but they never really talk about it. Or here, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Ru- Great. <sighs> My last review by I Want Your Job. <laughs> this movie is all caps terrible. Personally, I can watch anything. I'm making watching bad movies my business. So, I know bad movies. This movie falls into the category of directors who want to see how long it will take before you walk out of the theater in disgust. I need to work on my category tile titles, but you get the idea. Now, it's time for my mandatory negative review, smart-ass metaphor. If you want to experience this film, save yourself some time and money. Go find a spare tire, roll it down a hill, and then shoot yourself in the face. One out of ten. See, there it is. He's yeah. speaking to us. He get, he gets it. All right. Devin, are you recommending this film to anybody? So, in the past, even with Cats, I've been like... There could be a fan of this. There could be a fan of this. There, I could see no possible reason to waste your time on this movie. Just don't. You'll be a happier person. Go watch something else. Watch Sharknado if that's what you're looking sure, for. Sure, yeah. That's a that's a good one. Or isn't there like three Sharknados now? I think yeah, there's, there's probably actually like six. <laughs> yeah, go watch, you know, go binge Sharknados. Don't watch Rubber. It's bad. It's bad. But not good bad, like B-movie bad. It's just fucking bad. It's not a good, bad movie. Yeah. 
It's it's our bad movie. It's just bad. So do you want to hear my recommendation? No. Yeah, I do. Are you sure? Yeah. You really sure? Yeah. Do not watch this movie, guys. <laughs> it's. I would not recommend this to anybody. Like, what the hell happened? This I, is. Especially if you're going to dissect it like we are, because we are having a terrible time over here. What what have we sacrificed for this podcast? I hope you guys enjoyed, because this is the end of our show. We are done. We We're are getting... I, I'm leaving. I am out of here. I'm leaving the country. But I'm not driving away because tires. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to walk home. Okay, yeah, but uh, your car better not be in my driveway, because I had no tires in there. That's right. Shit. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Sorry about this show. <laughs> Sorry about this movie. Um, we had both thought about this movie when we had originally done the podcast. We're like, we what about know. this? We didn't know. We didn't we know. Were, we were naive. And yeah, and even talking to like friends and family about this podcast, I've had some people be like, what about if you do like rubber? This is, has been a recommendation from some people. So if you're listening and you mentioned rubber to us, you're welcome. And we hate you for putting us through this. This was... Yeah, I agree. Um, holy crap. I've never seen a movie that bad. I don't think I ever will. Again. This podcast could take us somewhere. But we hope to have more fun next week. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. So tune in. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.